Welcome to the Film Sessions podcast. Today we are excited to feature. Hi, I'm Christina Marine. And I'm Claire Cohen. Awesome. Well, congratulations. I mean, part of SWIFT 2023. Um, why don't you tell us about yourself? Whoever wants to go first. Sure. Um, I am the director of Assemble. I am originally from Caracas, Venezuela, and I moved to the United States when I was 10 years old. Um, throughout my life, I was just raised in a family that really prioritizes creativity in the arts. So whether it was performing arts or visual arts or really just any type of arts, um, we always found a way to input creativity into any corner of anything that we ever did. And then when I started uh, my senior year of high school, I became very passionate about filmmaking. I had been doing musical theater for so long and filmmaking was just another outlet for me. So figuring out ways to get creative um, with telling a story was something that was really eye-opening and very insightful for me. Awesome. Yeah, um, hi, I'm Claire. Uh, I am the writer, producer, and editor of Assemble. Um, I also have another film in Swift, The Unfinished Side, which I'm the director of. Um, but I actually kind of had an opposite upbringing from Christina. I was born and raised in Chicago, and my family is lawyers and doctors. So when I told everyone I wanted to do film, uh, they were like, excuse me. And I've always loved storytelling, and I've had a huge passion for the arts ever since I've been little. I started in theater, as a lot of uh, film kids we know have, but I loved acting and performing and really telling stories. And I was able to work on a film set the sophomore year of high school. And from there, it just completely changed my life. I was obsessed. I loved the art. And it's something I've been so incredibly passionate about since. Um, yeah, I really enjoy filmmaking and the process of making this one specifically was incredibly unique and really, really fun. That's awesome. Um, so I guess, yeah, could you tell us a little bit about this film that you both have been working on? Yeah, so this film started off as a school project for our cinema production class that we took last fall semester. And our teacher told us, okay, you guys, the project um, is about like, you need to make a movie that's gonna be black and white and silent. So we were like, okay, that's like a bit of a challenge. We've never done a black and white and silent film. Like all the films that we've done have been dialogue. So we were kind of talking about it and we're like, you know what? Why don't we tell a story through body language? And why don't we make this about ballet? Like, I feel like that could, we could also find that aesthetic with like playing with ballet and black and white and do something about it. But we also wanted to add a modern twist to it. Um, and we are both advocates um, and activists for um, social justice issues. So we were like, let's add a twist to it. Let's not make everything super, super traditional. Um, let's play around with it. Cause you know, talkies back in the 1920s, like, you know, it was everything was very um, squared. And we decided to make the story about a ballerina that was struggling with staying true to her, to her identity while also pursuing her passion of ballet. So that's when we bring in like the queer themes that are seen throughout the film. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Um, a lot of our inspirations, uh, or I guess specifically when writing it, came from Black Swan, truly. We wanted to go almost more of a experimental route, which is why we have a lot of like jumps in the timeline. And it's really up for people's interpretation because that's kind of how we wanted the film to be portrayed. And what Christina said about body language is 
spot on. Like it's really true. We wanted something that was really, we were thinking about how typically women communicate when in situations of danger, for example, how eye contact and eye expressions and facial expressions can just hold so much meaning. And we really wanted to capitalize on that, especially because, um, you know, that was our whole task. And yeah, our teacher was incredible. She told us when we, we came to her and we're like, this is going to be not super in the realms of the exact assignment. It might be a little longer. And she said, I trust you. You guys are great. Do what you want. We, it was incredible, truly. She supported us endlessly. And without her, I don't think this would have been made period or at least at the quality or level it was and we also worked with a composer who was a student at our university and so it wasn't entirely silent we had a student compose an entirely original score for the entire film which added such an incredible unique twist to it and when editing it we worked closely with him to accomplish that and honestly the sound and I don't know, the sound and almost lack of it thereof adds so much to it and it's so heavy. And even watching it today, I still get chills. I love it, awesome. for sure. You're saying that how you push the boundaries. I mean, that's what artists are supposed to do. And I love the way you took something that's black and white is traditional and put it, you know, for a modern time period and have your own music. Um, I think that's I think that's amazing. That's that's awesome. So creative. Um, I guess my question is, you kind of hinted at it um, about the message, but I guess if you could repeat that, what would you say is the message to your audience? I think what we wanted the audiences to take away, like we definitely wanted them to like leave with that impression of like, wow, like what did I just watch? Like even when I watched it for the first time, I was like, 100%. Oh my god. Like the, it, it was just something it was a project to be really proud of, but I think because of the message of not sticking to a traditional route and working around um with real ballerinas, like we had um our friends who are also actors in the musical theater program at Elon University and we talked to them and we consulted with them and we sat down we're like how how do you guys feel about this cuz having their input was also really important to us. Um and we were like we want to add queer themes to this because we live in a world where that's just so prevalent and so important and they were totally on board and we did intimacy coordination with them and it was just great but i guess the overall message of this would be to stay true to yourself and stay true to your passions even though you're gonna have people from both sides telling you things just always listen to your gut definitely yeah it was we worked a lot with them it was incredible they coordinated their own dances too i Personally, knew nothing about that. I, I don't know Christy's whole experience, but we are not dancers. Um, and so they had a lot of creative control in that. And I think that fostered just such a unique relationship between the five of us, the six of us, me, Christy, and our four actresses. It was incredible. And being able to work with them so intimately and being able to create art about identity versus art was really unique. And I think that leads to a message of you should never have to pick between your identity and your passion. And by creating art, reflecting our identities and passions about art and identity and passions, it hit really close to home for all of us. And I think that's really what we were going for. Yeah, that's awesome. I love the way you're um, adding, you know, like you're saying, this other kind of art. Um, that's kind of how it is with me. I, I like the 
film. My sister does more of the dancing. I cannot dance. I'm not going to even try, but I love, I love the fact you're bringing two arts together and then you're bringing music. And I mean, you're, I mean, it's not just film. It's you're, you're bringing all the arts in. I think that's awesome. Um, next question, I guess, is where can we watch your film? Few different places. Um, I think we have it uploaded on Vimeo, which I describe as YouTube for filmmakers. Um, <laughs> also, of course, when it screens at the Swift Film Festival, uh, we did also have it screen at Charlotte's Pride Film Festival, Reel Out, which was super fun. Um, it was just about queer films, queer short films. It was a three-day festival, um, which was great. And if I remember correctly, I think it's on their website too. Um, I know Christina has also uploaded it, so. Yeah, it's also on YouTube. And um, it was also screened at a couple different film festivals as well. Um, one of them being Tag Queer Shorts Film Festival in Portland, which happened, I believe, in the beginning of March. So, yeah. Yeah, so I guess, uh, could you give us uh, some of those social media handles, your website, um, any of those sites where we can find uh, find that film? Sure. Um, I'm Claire Cohen on Vimeo. My Instagram is Claire S. Cohen, or Claire's Cohen, uh, and I link all of my shorts there. If you look it up on Vimeo or YouTube or knock on wood, just the internet, it's Assemblee, A-S-S-E-M-B-L-E with an, not an umlaut. And what is, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, my Instagram is cinema and then Reen. It's like a combination of cinema and my last name. Um, so it's Cinemarine Media. And there I have my YouTube link, which is the same name um, on my bio. And I just post like behind the scenes updates. Okay, awesome. Yeah, awesome. Perfect. Okay. So my next question then is kind of more of a fun, um, just fun question. Uh, what is each of your, what would be each of you guys' favorite movies or a couple of your favorite movies? Because I know that's a really hard question. Ooh. Okay. Um, okay, you can go first. <laughs> um, I've always been a diehard Studio Ghibli fan. Love. Um, so I would say Nausicaa, The Valley of the Wind is probably one of my favorites. Those films I watched as a kid and no film has like made me feel the way that those films do. Um, then I would say Fight Club, like very classic film bro. Um, but that was the movie I watched that got me into filmmaking. Uh, the impact that had on me and the way I viewed movies was changed forever after watching that. I'm also a huge Wes Anderson fan, so I would say The Grand Budapest Hotel falls on that list. Um, I also really like uh, Darjeeling Unlimited, but all of them are phenomenal. And I just recently watched the movie uh, Prisoners. I, I don't know if I'm... I feel like I need to rewatch it before I call it my favorite, but... Gah. I'm a love, love me and my Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'd say those are probably my favorites. Awesome. I just looked up um, my letterbox. So That's I make sure I cover all of them. Um, but La La Land has always been my favorite. That's just like everyone that knows me knows that I love that movie. But I also love the Young Girls of Rochefort. So French film, still like 
musical. Um, and I love Wes Anderson. I love Moonrise Kingdom. That's probably my favorite film of his. Okay, awesome. All right. Um, my We have a few minutes left, so I guess I'll ask, what are some resources that you would recommend to other aspiring student filmmakers? I'd say, honestly, the internet is a really good resource, just to, that's broad, but I promise I'll get more specific. If It depends on what you're looking into. If you want to learn about editing, then I want to say YouTube is literally your best friend. You will learn more about editing from there than really anywhere else. If you're lucky enough to take a class at a university, that's great, but sometimes there are really specific questions that you need to consult others for answers, you know? Master classes are also really helpful. And I mentioned the online resources because anyone can do it. It's nice to be able to enroll in university and go to film school, but it is not cheap. It is getting more expensive. <laughs> and sometimes you don't get to learn everything you want to, but if you get the opportunity, having a mentor or a few professors or adults or teachers or even bosses, that have been in the industry or know what they're doing, they are incredibly, incredibly helpful. Like our teacher has helped us so, so much. She's been on maternity leave this last, in this spring. So we haven't seen her a bunch. And Christina's actually been abroad, but hopefully in the fall, we'll be able to see her again. And, you know, it's, it's great. But yeah, I would honestly say, find people who are doing what you want to do. Yes. Find people the jobs you want to do. Talk to alumni or your friends, your family, find people online. The internet is a great resource and go from there. To kind of go off of what she's saying, making connections is just like what you need to do. I personally don't have a lot of social battery, but sometimes you got to push yourself to do it. Um, Facebook groups are great. Make connections with people in the performing arts department because they're going to be your actors um, if you're at school and that's something you know or if you hear of a friend who likes has a friend that likes to do acting like make sure you stay in contact with them but at the end of the day I mean apart from everything that Claire just said I think it's all about being self-motivated and self-driven like Claire mentioned I spent the past semester abroad where I didn't have access to any cameras any equipment I wasn't on film sets every weekend, like how I would be if I were to be at Elon. So not having that definitely made me feel like limited and I felt like I was behind. But if you don't have that self-motivation like I do, I was like, you know what? Like maybe I'm not at Elon with my friends to produce movies, to do whatever, but I can make it myself. So I sat down with two of my friends who were willing to be my actresses and we made a really short film that's literally a minute and 30 seconds we made it under like eight hours and it was just so much fun to do and it just felt nice to connect back to that so I think at the end of the day if you know how to like do certain things if you know how to create your shot list if you know how to make your prop list and everything and you're organized you can definitely do it as long as you're self-motivated uh, a shout out to actually it was beautiful it was gorgeous like that it's on her socials as well not to like a very unshameless plug because I <laughs> Christina's biggest fan like it is incredible what she was able to do on her phone like I don't know incredible sweet, really, sweet no matter your equipment or your resources exactly what Christina said it is all about you it is what you are willing where you're willing to put in the work yeah that's absolutely amazing. awesome advice I uh, really appreciate that um 
I think that's great advice. Um, and so that's all we have for this evening, uh, not this evening, this afternoon. Uh, so thank you again, Christina and Claire, for being on Film Sessions podcast. I hope you have a great rest of your Saturday. Thank you so much, Alexis. It was so awesome to be here. Yeah, thank you. I really enjoyed this. Bye.